Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Welcome to Weekly Rant. I missed a couple of episodes due to life getting really hectic and me being really busy with work. So, I'm going to talk about multiple topics today. Basically, this is a show where every week I go on a rant and talk about what I want, any topic that I want. Um, But anything that I speak about is going to be factual, not emotional. Um, I make sure I do my homework and I make sure that I have my receipts. Anyway, there's a couple of things that are on the table today. The first thing is I would like to talk about something personal. Um, I've been dealing with a... um, emotional disorder I would call it pretty much my entire life and it's called bipolar Um, a lot of people back in the day used to downplay it it was a joke for a while but it's an actual real disease it's something that's really hard to deal with and when you have your highs oh my gosh it it is something else Uh, the things that tend to to make you want to do things is uh, it is it, it could be crazy sometimes. Um, the things that make you go off, it could be the littlest trigger, um, and it's really hard for me to talk about. But. The part that gets to me and the part that affects my relationships isn't the manic times, isn't the the, the highs, it's it's the lows, it's the depression. And uh, sometimes it can get debilitating. See, depression is more than emotional. It can become real physical. You don't want to eat. You don't want to move. You're late to everything. And things that are supposed to bother you, things that will bother anybody else, just seems to be elevated. Or at least that's my personal experience. You know, this year and last year have been some of the hardest years of my life. I lost my grandmother, my grandfather, and my father within basically the same year give or take a few months didn't really give myself time to grieve because while going through that the world is in political chaos my personal relationships were also in chaos it seems as if I was in drama every day it seems as if there's always conflict coming into my inner circle It got to a point where it seemed as if every day I woke up, I was literally like, if there is a God, why is he waking me up? Why would something want me to be this miserable? That's how bad it was. I actually lost a friendship uh, in this situation. But things do get better storms do not last always you know um, where there is a beginning there always is an end 
even though sometimes in the middle of our turmoil, we seem to not be able to see the end, but the end is always there. And I got through it, but I still have my lows. I have them more lately than I did, i say the last 10 years, but I feel like I'll be okay. You know, I do what I have to do. I, I have a professional that I talk to. Um, I work in a way where when my anxiety gets the best of me, when things have gotten a little too hard, I literally have the privilege to sit down and meditate and chill and do what I need to do to get back to Paul. And that's important. But another thing that's also important is support. You you have to have people that understand you, that can deal with you, that can love you even when it's hard for you to love you. But you also have to work harder to love yourself and know that it's it's not real all the time. It's not the end of the world. It's just an emotion. It's just a moment in time. And I have to remind myself of that on a daily basis. Which leads to the other subject, actually. You know, I told myself I was only going to talk about the bipolar thing for a couple of minutes because, like I said, it's personal. This is still a new thing for me. And it's not the easiest thing in the world to really talk about a subject that's personal um, and get into detail when you're basically in a room with a microphone. The second thing I would like to address, though, um, and this is something that is also personal to me, and this is going to be more of a rant because I'm really sick and tired of fucking hearing about it. And that is that Kamala Harris is unpresidential, unlikable, and doesn't do anything. That is bull fucking shit. Okay? That is just straight up bullshit. It's a lie. Media is not covering what she does. This woman has literally been through the country from east to west north to south working and doing more than what other vice presidents have done in the past actually a lot of people bring up that the essence festival wasn't um wasn't um up to par uh uh, uh, uh last year due to uh, uh, professionals, uh, professional singers twerking and, you know, basically having fun, which is bullshit as well. But see, nobody covered the fact that Kamala Harris was literally at the Essence Festival as well, gave a beautiful speech, talked about women's rights, talked about abortions, talked about policing, talked about our future. No one reported that. Nobody ever reports what she does. Nobody reports the fact that she was the first politician to make it to Hawaii. Nobody wants to report that she was the first politician to stand up to DeSantis. 
She literally booked a flight that morning and went straight to Florida and went off because of what they said about black people in slavery. But see, none of that is reported. They never report what this woman does, but they want to say that she's unlikable. She's unpresidential. Let me explain something to you. Black women and colored women of power will always look like a threat, will always look like they're unlikable, will always look like there's an issue. Hell, look at what Oprah is going through. And I and honestly, I agree. Some of this stuff she doing is is wrong. Like you're thinking with your pocketbook, and you're thinking like a Republican instead of actually thinking like your brand, because your brand, Oprah, would be helping those people wholeheartedly and helping people keep their homes. But what people fail to realize is you have corporate Oprah. And corporate Oprah is buying up that land. But back to Kamala Harris, because at the end of the day, like I said, she's actually doing her job. She's literally doing her job. But white people are threatened by her. And, and, and you can say, oh, you're bringing race into it. I don't give a damn because that's exactly what it is. White women and white men are threatened by her. And that's really the sickest thing in the world because you're threatened by somebody who's literally on your same team. Why? Because like I said in previous episodes, race is not real. There is only one species. We are fighting amongst ourselves. We're literally killing ourselves. What a lot of humans don't realize is our racism really does is perpetuate inbreeding misogyny and child abuse that's what racism really does because when you say that you can only be with white people and you can't see yourself intermixing with anybody else well this is the thing there are a lot of white people that don't agree with you and they're dating people that are of color they're not dating you and then you have white people that don't partake in the whole racism shit. So even though they might be with another white person, they're not going to be with your racist ass. And so that leaves you with a very small pool of people that think like you. Do you really think there's a lot of genetic diversity in that, in, in that mess? No, it's not. But you know, let's pick on the vice president and say she doesn't do anything. And then we need to quit spreading this lie about the career she had before she was part of the Senate. Like, literally, leave this woman alone and stop lying on her. Yes, she's a politician. Yes, she has lied. Every politician has. That's literally a politician's job. But bank for bank, Kamala Harris and President Biden has gotten more done during this stupid stupidly like like just unnecessarily dramatic time the government is divided and he still got shit done so i'm tired of hearing that and, and along with that biden is not too old if y'all think trump 
has a chance, then Biden is not too old. And he is not stymering. He, I understand when he talks just fine. Every time he's made a speech, I was entertained. I understood every motherfucking word. So I do not understand why these people are going on CNN and CBS and Fox acting as if this man is senile. The only senile motherfuckers are y'all because you're reading off a damn teleprompter. You're not even reading your own thoughts. Your own thoughts are not coming on TV. It is the thoughts of writers. Writers that you don't even actually support. But that's a whole nother conversation. But at the end of the day, y'all need to leave Kamala Harris alone and leave President Biden alone. Leave them alone. And along with that, our government, President Biden and Kamala, one thing they should do is take our troops out of Africa. Because... We have no business interfering with what's going on in the motherland if we're not going to do it in benefit of the people of the motherland. I'm so sick and tired of Europeans and other groups benefiting and the people of Africa aren't. Let me explain something to you people that no one seems to understand. There's actually enough natural resources, enough food, and enough water to feed every living being on this planet. The problem is we have an issue with greed. The problem is we have an issue with thinking that we're better than, we're brighter than, we're smarter than. The issue is, though, then what? You're smarter than what? You're brighter than what? You're better than what? Because you can't be better than the next man. You can't be better than a perceived race. That's illogical. That's literally illogical. It does not make sense. It didn't make sense in the 40s and it doesn't make sense today. You're not even better than an ant. No. None of us are. And if you really want to have better change, how about you stop thinking about who is like you and who is the other and just start thinking about the fact that we are all the same species. We are humans. Every human needs food. Every human needs shelter. Every human needs access to proper health. Every human deserves to be able to pursue happiness if they don't already have it. And every government policy should be literally guided towards that goal. Period. It doesn't matter if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're Native American. But let me go on another tangent with that. And I'm going to say it. And I hope enough people listen to this and get it understood. Texas. New Mexico. And California. And Nevada. Everybody who is labeled Mexican in that area should 
begetting all of the Native American rights that should be that, that, that they deserve it. They should get it. Why? Because they're not foreigners. They're Native Americans. They're Native Americans. Yes, they speak Spanish because other white people came and invaded and colonized before the Europeans got here. But that does not make them any less what they are. I live here in Texas and every Hispanic woman and man I've ran into, I'm sorry, but they weren't white. They don't look white. They do not have white ethnic features. They are Native Americans. But because of the white man's law, because of the way the government is set up, and because of the histories we have here in Texas, they basically have their Native American rights stripped away from them. And their history stripped away from them and then told, hey, you're not a Native, you are a Latino. They're Native American people. And while I'm on that tangent, I'm going to go on another one. Every Native American group did not look like the majority Native American population that we recognize today. Some of them did look very African. When I did some studies and I went to the library down the street, I read up on a book. Uh, Lord, I should have wrote down the, the name of the book, but it was basically a early chart of the populations of the United States pre-1575, I think. And the description of the Native Californians, the description of the Western Texas Texan group, it was a Western Texan group that they didn't even give a name. But these were very much Africanoid-looking people. Basically what I'm saying, black people. The dark skin, the full lips, the what they considered nappy hair, but it's not nappy, it's kinky. That's a word we need to literally obliterate. Like, there should never be the word nappy. Nap should have never been a thing. Just like nigger should have never been a thing. But, uh, yes, there were black groups that were already here before Europeans. But let me clear something up. Just because there were black groups that were Native American, that does not mean that every black person is a Native American. That's not how that works. There were African slaves here. And I understand that there's an issue with the slave narrative that people are ashamed of. But you should not be ashamed of history. No, for what? It's history. It's a story that explains why we are here today. Most slaves were forced to marry, intermarry, and intermix. So seeing that they took the dark-skinned natives that had kinkier hair and mixed them with the African slaves anyway, you might as well just say that, yes, we all are African Americans. Yes, our history is more convoluted. 
Yes, there's nuance to everything. Yes, there's more than one thing that make up our DNA. True. But I'm really sick and tired of people trying to push away from what is African. I'm tired of Latinos, Creoles, uh, different Latin groups. I just said that. Why did I repeat myself? I'm tired of it because the Afro-Latino is a thing. That's a real thing. There, there were slaves it literally all over South America, the Caribbean, Southern Mexico. And, and, and not to mention the fact that Mexico literally was part of the Underground Railroad headed to the South. They literally freed, uh, 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 allowed a lot of runaway and freed slaves into their country. So, yes, you're going to see black and intermixed Mexicans as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm sick and tired of going on TikTok and going on YouTube and these people are pulling up these fake histories and talking about how Creole people were special and didn't mix with other African Americans. That's a bullshit ass lie. They did mix with other African Americans. There was not a lot of inbreeding going on in that group. And for people to go on TikTok and say that is asinine at best. And what's weird is the people that spurred these lies in trying to recreate history look nothing like the stereotype. They look more African-American than I do. And my family is Creole, but we don't talk about it. We don't bring it up because it's not a thing. My mother's side of the family is very much Texan. We don't talk about it. We don't bring it up. It's not a thing. What is a thing is the culture, which is what you know, who you know, what you feel, the music you listen to, the food you eat, how you cook it, how you clean it. A lot of people don't realize, but how the hell you even clean your ass has a lot to do with your culture. Those are the things that are important. It's the food. It's the family reunions. It is the thing like, like smothered pork. Oh, my God. I love smothered pork chops. That is what's important. Not my hair type, not my skin color. Me and my two brothers, all three of us, same mom, same dad. Ain't no halfsies in this. We are full brothers. And all three of us got a different hair type and different skin color. Are we less African? No. Are we less black? No. At the end of the day, we're all 100% human. And and then let's think about this. And uh, I, I think the teacher's name is Jane Elliott. She made this point, and it's a valid point. Scientists have proven that literally this whole species evolved out of, out of the motherland, Africa. And they literally looked like modern-day Africans. But developed different features and ethnicities over time throughout history as our species spread out. But this is the thing. There was no speciation events. There was no divergence. I'm sorry, but humans' lifespans are too short, are too long yet too short at the same time and we're too goddamn freaky. 
Ain't none of us separated enough and not had sex enough for us to literally be a different species. So at the end of the day, when you're a racist, when you're going against colored women, when you're going against policies that are in benefit of colored and black children, you're going against yourself because you're going against your own species. And this is another thing that a lot of white people don't even think about. A lot of you, if you think about your actual ethnic breakdown, where your ancestors came from in Europe, a lot of you weren't even considered white at one time. But you do reap the benefits of whiteness today. But think about the history and think about how asinine and stupid that is and how it doesn't make sense. We wonder why there's homeless people and why there are people who are under uh, uh, underemployed and underpaid. It's because of greedy, racist people who know that they have played the system and know that they have sown enough division for us not to figure that shit out. Sorry, but the black people, the Asian people, the native people, none of these people are the problem. And what's funny is everybody really do deep down inside know where the problems start, but we don't want to speak on it. But I'm sick and tired of it. If you are racist to me, you're just an idiot. You're retarded. You need mental help. You need Jesus, Gandhi, whoever the hell can help you. Because you're not normal. You're not right in the head. You're just as crazy as the trans woman that thinks she's a real woman. That's what a racist is. A racist is that level of delusional. And all of us as a species need to come together and tell delusional motherfuckers to sit the fuck down. Shut the fuck up and we need to stop giving them candy. Stop giving them money. Stop giving them endorsements. Stop promoting people that literally help us look bad. Help us regress instead of progress. We got to let it go. Sorry, but the name of my show is Weekly Rant. A lot of people have opinions about why we have problems in the world and they have fake ass solutions, but they never want to speak about what is supposed to be unsaid. And then what's funny is racist people or bigoted people will get on TV and we go, oh my God, they said the loud part out, uh, the quiet part out loud. Well, when are the progressives are you know, going to start saying, the quiet part out loud. When are we going to start speaking truth to power in an honest sense? When are politicians going to actually start calling out the lobbyists 
Who's going to really stand up and go, you know something? I don't care how much money is involved in this situation. Housing does not have to be this high. It's not necessary. There should not be a crisis when we have 14 Fortune 500 companies, three of them in a DFW alone, which are literally the top house builders, and none of them are, are suffering. Their stock isn't plummeting. They're not filing for bankruptcy. So no, to them, there is no housing crisis. Fort Worth is building new neighborhoods every fucking six months. No, the problem is greed. The problem is you want people to keep making minimum wage or be happy with $11 an hour, but rent is 19 motherfucking hundred dollars a month. Make it make sense. And then food is high too. And then don't think ain't nobody paid attention to the fact that gas never actually went back down. Now it's stabilized at $3.39. On average, $3.50. People don't even talk about the days anymore when it was $1.75. Not to mention the fact that we don't even have the the uh the 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 the, the amount of uh, of electric stations needed to support the amount of new electric cars that they would like to sell. Not to mention the fact that the price of a new car isn't manageable to the average person, even though the brands of these cars were designed and sold to the average American. Dodge was never a luxury brand. Ford was never a luxury brand. But now you got Dodges and Fords that are eighty and $90,000. Make it make sense. In a world where a person is considered lucky if they get $13.75 an hour. Please make it make sense. But the problem is races. The problem is black people are angry. The problem is Latinos are angry. The problem is white folks can be like, no. The problem is you have a few people in the 1% that also happen to be white supremacists that has manipulated the system to the point that we can't see past our own shit. And you know what's funny? is some of these things actually could be fixed is real easy if we stopped being assholes to each other and worked as a species like if every american stopped looking at race and looking at at, at, at um, uh, where you're from and who you know and how you're connected and just looked at the fact that we're americans and we all decided one day you know something maybe we're not going to spend our money at one of these places that lobby against our best wishes you know what would probably happen they would probably stop lobbying against our best wishes but we got our foots up our asses and we don't see each other for who we are brothers and sisters and while I'm on that rant I'm gonna go on to this fake Christian evangelism shit
Because let me tell you something, a Christian nationalist is not a traditional Christian. They do not hold the values of Jesus Christ. They do not actually hold the values of the Bible at all. And this is another contradiction in that sense, though, because anybody who actually reads the Bible word for word and take it literate would realize that Muslims actually hold the Bible and worship it more, more holy, more holy and, and to the standard of the word than most Christians do. Christians really just make shit up as they go. And Christian nationalists, they're not real Christians. They're racists who are disguising their policies in a Christian cover. They don't give a damn if you go to heaven or hell. They don't give a damn about doing what Jesus needed. Because, see, if we were to do what Jesus said do, there wouldn't be a housing crisis. We wouldn't be demonizing people that need welfare. In fact, welfare wouldn't be a situation. It would literally just be a bump stop. Because our government would be doing what it had to do to foster more educated and robust employment. There would be people out there who were more than ready to do what it is that needed to be done to progress this country further and make more money for the system. But it's not like that. Anyway, I had debated whether or not this was going to go on an hour, maybe two hours, but... Just like the reason why it's been a minute since I've been able to post an episode, I really do have to get to, I got to get back to work and then I have to get some chores done and then I have to get some exercise done and then I got to go to bed and start over. But one thing I will do is I will be posting another episode this week. Now, um, I'm pretty much at the end of my rant. I can be reached through Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. My name is Paul Young. I hope you enjoyed my little rant. And I hope that you come back and listen further. Anyway, have a good day, a good night, or a good evening.